So good morning, good morning, and one more time, good morning, boys and girls. Appreciate you tuning in to the Power Hour, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show here on Planet Radio 106.7. Morning shows powered by Motor City, 1111 North University in Lafayette, and also the official restaurant of the morning show. That's Mandensa Seafood Bar and Grill, the OG location in Lafayette, and the brand new location on Chemin Metairie in Youngsville. What are we going to dive into this morning? Well, we got a question of the day. And that's where's your favorite place to get fried chicken? So answers coming up. Got to talk a little bit more about this White House cocaine thing. I, I, I really do. Just because I ran my own little experiment this morning. And I, and I got to talk about it. Uh, threads, will it really be a threat? Now, that is Meta's answer to Twitter. Will it really be a threat to Elon Musk? And if it is, dude, and those two cats fight, I'm putting my money on Elon Musk. It's, it's, just, it's, it's going to be rage that comes out. I don't care if Lil Zuckerberg knows jujitsu and all that stuff, man. You, you can't stop a person when you, when you try to, to break their dream. You know, that's, that's, that's fuel right there. That, that's fuel. All my money is on Elon Musk if they fight. Uh, how, to, how to keep a woman happy? That's an age-old question, right? And I'll tell you what Cosmopolitan says. There's a new Bluebell flavor. Why Bluebell got to do this to us? Subtle signs that we're old. One of the signs that I made up this morning, if you said we needed that rain yesterday, you're old. Sorry, I, I just I, I I'm I'm gonna say it, and I'm included in that. I said it yesterday. I said it to myself, but I said it, and it's raining. We 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 do need it though. It's getting kind of dry. Uh, Honda recalling 124,000 cars over a possible brake failure. Talk more about that. Got a couple uh-uh stories. A 7-Eleven worker threw a big gulp at a customer's head. A Florida teen used an alligator to chug a twisted tea. UPS. Could be going on strike. Dude, what is, what's mama going to do when those Sheen packages aren't coming in? When those Timu packages aren't coming in? They better straighten it out at UPS. I don't, I'm not sure what they are preparing to strike over. I have a hunch. We'll talk about that coming up. And then this story, a mother claimed that her son was missing for eight years and she had him hidden. She was drugging him. That's one of the top stories today too. And then we got to talk a little bit about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's in the headlines. Uh, not many. You got to search for this, or maybe if you're a Joe Rogan podcast fan, you may have seen him. He let loose on Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. Tell you what Joe Rogan said coming up a little bit later inside the power hour. Also got to say congratulations one more time. Yesterday announced the winners of our contest, Amanda Hernandez and Bradley Bodwan. They won a pair of tickets to check out the Almas tonight over at Showbox. Doors open at 6, show starts at 7. Also, the Post and 7 will be live on stage. And tickets are available at the door tonight. Going to be an, an early show. If you got work tomorrow, don't worry about it. Doors at 6, shows at 7. You might be out of there by 10, dude. Napping and then going to work tomorrow. And look, even if you go to the show tonight, you stay out a little late, tomorrow's Friday, just get through it, and you can sleep late on Saturday, right? Dude, I'm, I'm a, call me a solutionary person. Dude, I come up with solutions all the time. I want to go to the show, but I don't know if I can do it. Look, stay out late tonight, 
All right, maybe not get enough sleep tonight, but you can sleep in on Saturday morning. I, I, I got it. I got it for you. So question today, I think we're going to start with this. Today's National Fried Chicken Day. Where is your favorite place to get some yard bird? That's the question I asked on our Planet page and my Chris Logan Facebook page. My two favorites, I live in Church Point, coming to you right now from the Chris Logan Media Studio in Church Point. So I, I got to go with Sonny's, man. I, I have to. Now, there's, there's a big debate in Church Point about Sonny's because they changed their fries. So some people are complaining about it. Some people like it. Um, actually, the first time I got it with the new fries, I was like, oh, man, I, I don't know. But when we got it the second time, we're like, okay, I, I think I'd rather these fries. But that's, that's the big talk around Church Point. That and other stuff. But people like to complain anyway. You know, why you gave me this $20 bill, man? It's, uh, it's, 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 it's crumpled up. It's not, it's, not, uh, it's not fresh. You can give somebody a $100 bill, dude. They're going to complain. Why it's not the big face, Benjamin? That's just that's the world we live in today. People like people like to complain, and social media gives them that that spot to complain. But Sonny's would be like number one on my list, and then a very close, like a one point two. These two would be tied for first place. Rascals in Dusan. They got some great, great fried chicken over there. And Thursday is their chicken buffet day. And again, I'm not getting paid to talk about Sonny's. I'm not getting paid to talk about Rascals. But, dude, that, that buffet on Thursdays at Rascals, oh, my God. Take, take the afternoon off if you're going to go. They got fried chicken, and they got mashed potatoes and rice dressing. I think they even have, like, fried eggplant. They got some green beans, man. They got some pudding for after. They got some bread pudding for after, too. Hurt yourself over there. But let's see. Answers today. Jay says, Zaxby's. Al says, Rascals. Uh, Byron says, Tim's Kitchen. Never been to Tim's Kitchen. Bethany says, B.O.'s, number three. Uh, Cody says, Mama's Fried Chicken in Opelousas. Now, Mama's Fried Chicken in Opelousas, that would be in my top list of fried chicken places, too. Jen says, La Fonda. Phil says, Social Southern Table and Bar. Paul says, La Fonda's. And Laura's, too, in Lafayette. Scotty says, Fat Albert. It's been a minute since I had Fat Albert's. Uh, let's see, a couple comments because we're streaming, streaming live this morning. Uh, let's see, Gabe's, Mama's Fried Chicken, Danny's Fried Chicken in Franklin. Uh, yeah, Mama's Fried Chicken in Opelousas. Luke says, Tom's in Bayou Chico. Never been there. Matt says, Church's Crispy Crunchy are a Southern Classic Chicken in Pineville. Never had that either. Saul says, the OG Mama's in Opelousas. Mark says, my backyard, myself. <laughs> uh, John says, crazy, but La Fonda's. Nicole says, Browns and Addis. Michael says, Sonny's and CP. Brad says, Sonny's. Matt says, KK's in Youngsville. David says, Popeye's. Hunter says, Sonny's and Gabe's. Now, Gabe's is also another place that I see a lot. And I, ha I haven't tried the fried chicken in Gabe's. That's in rain. My wife and I, I forgot what we were doing. Uh, I don't know. We are passing through rain for something, and we stopped. It's like, let's, let's try the fried chicken at Gabe's. And then we stopped, but we hit it at 2 o'clock. And I think they're closed to clean up from 2 until 3, and we totally missed it. Uh, Annette says, Chin Seafood and Bro Bridge. Paul says, Mama's in Opelousas, hands down. Mama's in Opelousas again. Brian says, Sonny's in Church Point. Mama's in Opelousas. Karina says, Popeye's, duh. Aaron says, Laura's too. 
Jessica says Gabe's and Rascals. And Melissa says Uncle B's in Arneville. Never had Uncle B's in Arneville. See, I like doing these questions sometimes because you, you learn about new spots. Uh, Mandy says Snack Shack in Iota. Haven't been there either. Uh, Steven comments on the Facebook Live this morning. Tom's in Bayou Chico. Has the real deal chicken. Still has huge pieces too. Let's see real quick on the Planet page. Uh, let's see if I can get it open up. There we go. Popeye says Patricia. Anna says, my booth thing can kill it, but if we're talking restaurants, I'm a Veronica's and Popeye's fan. I wonder where Veronica's at. Haven't heard of that place. Uh, let's see. Mark says, like in the world or locally, Mama's in Opelousas locally. And then he also says, according to Anthony Bourdain himself, the greatest fried chicken in the world comes from Willie Mae's Scotch House in the Trimmy Sixth Ward in New Orleans. Never been there uh, either. I'd have to try that next time I'm in the Noel, you clap. Uh, let's see. Jeffrey says, Chicken King or Mama's in Opelousas? Al says, Rascals. Popeyes. Sean says, Crispy Cajun and Eunice. And Patricia says, in St. Martinville, there's a place called Cajun Chef. They say we call it 10 Minute because when you call your order in, it's always ready in 10 minutes. <laughs> That's pretty good. But you can go and answer that question on the Planet page or on my personal Chris Logan Facebook page if you haven't answered it yet. By the way, it's 810. You're listening to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Hang on, I need a sip of coffee. Also got to talk about this White House cocaine story. And here's the reason why. Yeah, I mentioned it a little bit yesterday. It was, it was the number one trending story, although the national media is trying to bury that. And this morning when I was looking for stuff to talk about on the morning show, because I, I, I go to different, different websites, different places, Google Trends, and just see what's going on. Try to find different stories of what's happening. Because that's what the Power Hour is about. And on all these major news media websites, I saw absolutely nothing, zero, about the White House cocaine story. Nowhere to be found. And I'm sorry, break out my tinfoil hat, but that, that's, that, that's um, some hypocrisy. They're probably trying to cover up something. If I had to say, you know, yesterday I said that I assumed that it was Hunter Biden's, right? Because, I mean, that's the running joke. Maybe he saved it because he didn't have any chance to turn it into uh, crack cocaine, so he threw it in a little cubby hole because they had to leave to go to Camp David. He's like, damn it, what am I going to do with this? I was about to cook up a little crack, and, uh, and we're leaving. You know, Marine One's leaving. I got to get on the helicopter. Let me just stuff it in this cubby hole where uh, the traffic passes and where they're coming in for a tour. I'm just going to stuff it here, and, and maybe they won't know that it's mine. <laughs> All right, so that's a joke, and, and that's an assumption just by me and me alone. But a lot of people went there because of Hunter Biden's past, right? But, you know, again, the hypocrisy. If this would have been, if they would have found some white powder in the, in the White House, when it was our previous president, DJT, dude, it would have been, it would have been nonstop 24-hour coverage about cocaine was found in the White House. 
They would have been petitioning to get him out of there. They would have raised Pablo Escobar from the dead. Every news media outlet would have had an interview with Pablo Escobar's skeleton. They would have been talking to previous DEA drug dogs on morning news shows. It would have been, oh, so what do you think about the cocaine found at the White House? Oh, you're right. Absolutely. We think that it is Donald Trump's cocaine. I mean, that's how stupid it would have been if the national news media would have, uh, and, and if this would have been found under our previous president. The, the, the press would have been camping out, dude. They'd have had some tents in front of the White House, and they wouldn't have left until they had an answer. But now, nothing. <laughs> nothing, dude. It's just... You hear me make that? You hear me make that noise a lot? Because we're in a damn circus. Get off of the carousel, man. Get off of the carousel. And they think we're dumb. That's the sad part about it. Is they think we're dumb. I can't. I can't, but also saw this story from the Daily Mail. Like I had to go to the Daily Mail to find anything about the cocaine. And the headline from the Daily Mail said, there's no hiding now. Secret Service orders DNA and fingerprint analysis of dime-sized cocaine bag found in the West Wing. So they're trying to track down the owner. Now, look, it's the White House, man. They probably got cameras in the bathroom in the urinal because it's the White House. You're not supposed to have cameras in the bathroom, but they probably have them because it's the White House. They have them all over the place, dude. They probably they probably have technology that we don't even know about to protect the White House. They know who had that cocaine. And and look, I'm joking around that it's Hunter Biden's. It, it, it may not be, but it might be. Right? Can we can we say it might not, but it but it may. He was there before they uh before he caught a ride to go to Camp David. <laughs> um but the Secret Service is carrying out fingerprint and DNA analysis of the cocaine bag. It was discovered Sunday, as I mentioned yesterday, in a cubby hole in the lobby area of the West Wing. And I saw a video of the press conference yesterday with KJP. Uh, Jean-Pierre, dude, and she was just deflecting. Like, I'm talking, she was like a volleyball player, just deflecting uh, the volleyball and like back on the court, just boom. What about that? And she was boom. I, I mean, and it, it was, it was totally dumb answers. Like did not want to answer any questions at all. And, the, and then the, the reporters were like, just kept on, kept on trying to get an answer. And she wasn't giving it to them. She kept, she kept saying that's a secret service issue. You got to uh, direct your questions to the secret service. But again, man, she would have been on the other foot. They would still, they were, they were, would still be camping out in front of the White House. And by they, I mean the national news media. Uh, Threads is out. And that is Meta and Mark Zuckerberg's answer for Twitter. That is what the UFC fight between Zuck and Musk, that's, that's what it could be about. 
Saw this story from the BBC.com. I haven't downloaded it yet. I'm not sure if I will. There was part of me last night that wanted to. I wanted to put it on my phone just to see what it was about. But this is some first impressions of threads. Says the app looks almost identical to Twitter. The character limit, the reposting, the feed, it's all incredibly familiar, according this uh, to this story from the BBC. Mark Zuckerberg claims millions of people have signed up in the first few hours. Also says you should always be skeptical when a tech boss says how many users have signed up to a platform, but it does feel like a lot of people are already on it. Reason why? Partly because it's connected to Instagram. So there is a connection between threads and Instagram. If you're already on Instagram, you're given the option to follow all of your Instagram followers when you signed up on threads. So the option gives you a ready-made followers list, but also means you'll be likely gaining followers as your Instagram friends also sign up. says Meta isn't creating an app from scratch. It's benefiting from its billion-plus Instagram followers that are giving it a massive shot in the arm. And also, I saw that the stock price for Meta, Facebook, went up a little bit, too. But not sure where this is going to go. Not sure if I'm going to download threads. I I, kind of want to just to see what it's about. And as I said yesterday, you know, it, it, I, I think it's kind of uh, partly a little bit of, of control. Because Twitter is not the, um, I don't want to say r- regulated the same way. That's, that's not the right word. Uh, you know, but Elon wanted to do it a little bit different. He, you know, he wanted you to express your opinions. And some people don't like you expressing your opinions if you don't match with theirs. And so now I think that's what we got with Threads. Even though yesterday, when I, when I was reading the story about Threads, it says, you know, they want you to create content and express your opinion. Really? <laughs> Do you really want me to? Or if it doesn't match yours, then you're going you're gonna to take it down. Because we all got to think one way, right? What about this? How to make women happy? This is a quick little story. And it's from Cosmopolitan. According to psychologists, Talking to people they love makes women happy, as does shopping, eating something delicious, and pampering themselves by getting their hair or nails done. Fellas, there you go. Here it is. There it is, the the key to mama's happiness. It might not be that Tahoe. You know, maybe it's not that Disney vacation. She just wants to talk to people that they love which hopefully it's you. She wants to do a little shopping, right? Give her, give her the credit card. She wants to eat something delicious. Maybe that's your pastelaya. Maybe that's going to a local restaurant. You know, maybe she likes getting chicken at Rascals. You know, maybe, maybe you just got a, a down-home wife. That's just that's very easy going. Maybe she's not high maintenance, and taking her to Rascals on National Fried Chicken Day would make her happy as hell. Huh? And then after y'all go to Rascals on Fried Chicken Day, bring her to uh, some nail place, get her nails done. Get her hair did. And she's going to be happy. Uh, 820 here inside the morning show. 
I think we'll get to this story before we take our first break. Bluebell, man, they're doing it up. They had the, uh, Mandy says, Mandy comments, a hug and a kiss from my husband. That, that's what makes her happy. I think we talked about that a while back. You know, just a little kiss whenever you get back from work and some acknowledgement, even though you're having a bad day. You can complain after you give her a kiss. Um, but Bluebell, doing it up on the flavors. Remember, we had the Dr. Pepper float, which I thoroughly enjoyed. There was also another one that was released not that long ago, and it wasn't really made that much of a big deal of, but it was pretty good. I saw it on social media, and so did my daughter. And my daughter's kind of like me. She likes trying new things, especially when it comes to food. And what's cool about my daughter, like she likes cooking, she likes baking, she likes doing that kind of stuff. And so when we saw that, I think it's Java Jolt, I think that's the other new Bluebell brand where it's, it's chocolate and coffee ice cream. Man, that one was legit. I really like that one. Now, we didn't get a big half gallon. We just got a little pint to try. But that one was really, really good. But now there is another one, dude. Bluebell is throwing it all up in our face. Summertime, don't, don't they know we got pools to go to and beaches to go to? But this new ice cream flavor by Bluebell called Monster Cookie Dough. Dude. <laughs> According to a press release, Monster Cookie Dough is a creamy vanilla ice cream with hints of brown sugar loaded with peanut butter Monster Cookie Dough pieces, candy-coated chocolate pieces, and dark chocolate chunks. It is available in half-gallon and pint sizes for a limited time. I'm, I'm there. You know, I'm, I'm down for this. I am. You know, I, I, again, I like to try new things, especially when it comes to food. Now, the one thing for, for me that it's just, it's just a little red flag. Now, it's not all the way up. My red flag is at half-mast. But for me, you know, the question for me, it would be the peanut butter monster cookie dough pieces. I like peanut butter cookies, but I, I rather regular cookies. So if that would be regular cookie dough pieces in that mug, oh, dude, that would be, I, I, would, I would lower the red flag. But it's just up half-mast just because of that, peanut butter monster cookie dough pieces. But it does look legit, man. The, the carton looks legit. The cookie on the carton, that looks legit. Looks like it's something I'm going to try very, very soon. Now, it says limited time. It doesn't say until when, but maybe maybe it's going to be a summertime thing. <sighs> Love it. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Coming back with more on the Power Hour. What's coming up? Well, Joe Rogan, let's loose on Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. I'll tell you what he said. Subtle signs that we're getting old. Honda has a recall on 124,000 cars over a possible brake failure. Uh, got a couple uh-uh stories to get to. A 7-Eleven worker threw a big gulp at a customer's head, and a Florida teen used an alligator to chug a twisted tea. UPS could be going on strike. Gotta watch it, dude. Timu, Sheen, Amazon Prime. Gonna be making mama mad. Uh, also, this story, this is one of the top trending stories. A mom claimed that her son was missing for eight years, but she had basically kidnapped him, kept him away. She was drugging him. Very strange story. We'll get to that coming up. Inside the second half 
of the Power Hour. Going to be back in two and a half minutes. So stay close. Planet Radio 106.7. So we're back inside of the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. It is Chris Logan, your host. This is what we do during the morning show at 8 o'clock. Every Monday through Friday, we go in on what's happening locally, statewide, nationally, worldwide, what's trending, what's going on. We bring it all here inside of the Power Hour. So thank you for listening. If you're doing it on the radio, appreciate it. If you're streaming audio at listentotheplanet.com, thank you for doing that. If you're on the app, whatever you're doing this morning, maybe you're watching the Facebook Live video, which if you want to see me inside of the Chris Logan Media Studio, the live video feed is up. You can comment on the live feed. I'll see those comments coming through. Uh, And from time to time, I bring in those comments. So if you want to comment on what we're talking about, feel free to do so. Just make sure to play nice inside of the comments. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Don't make me break out the bell. Okay, don't, don't make daddy get mad. That, the, daddy's working. Y'all play nice. Let daddy work. 
That's that's all you got to do. That's the only that's the only rules if you're going to watch the Facebook live video. Um, Joe Rogan. There's there's not much coverage on this. I saw this last night. This is from the WesternJournal.com. Now I I'm I do not watch or listen to the Joe Rogan experiment. From time to time. I'll see just clips, but I don't watch the three, four hour version of his podcast. I I, I just don't. I, I don't have time to do it. I do my own show, my uh, my own show. I mean, do I dig these podcasters, man? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I really do. I'm not I'm not hating on him. Um, you know, th- this whole other it's just this 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 whole nother uh digital world that came our way, man. You know, normally. If you wanted to state your opinion, have your own show, you know, you had to do it on TV or radio. Now anybody can have a podcast. Now anybody can start a show. Uh, you can do it video. You can do it on YouTube. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, anything. And there's a lot of people that are, are doing podcasts and um, digging it. But Joe Rogan, I'll call him, I think we can say the biggest podcaster out there. You know, Theo Vaughn, probably close second. And there's other things like, you know, these true crime podcasts, those are are quite popular as well. But when it comes to talk and commentary, Joe Rogan probably considered number one. And Joe Rogan's not shy about what he says. And there's some things that you probably agree with and some things that you probably don't agree with. Now, there's also another cool podcast, by the way, is um, I'm not sure if you ever saw or heard this podcast, but it's Joe Rogan's cousin, T. Joe Logan. And you can find T. Joe Logan on the Planet Cajun Nerd Experiment every Wednesday night at 10 here on Planet Radio. If you haven't listened to it yet, listen to it next Wednesday. (laughs) But Joe Rogan commented on Bud Light and the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing. And he didn't hold back. And I'm not going to play the clip of Joe Rogan talking about this. Uh, Ice Cube, the rapper slash actor, was his guest. And Ice Cube didn't really hold back either. Ice Cube's not really a guy that's going to hold back. Uh, Ice Cube's the kind of guy that he just, he kind of says it as it is. You know, he wasn't much for the vaccine. He had said that he... But he, he missed out on millions not getting vaccinated, and they kind of didn't want him around in Hollywood. Um, so Ice Cube, not shy of saying what's on his mind either. Now, there's some things that you think Joe Rogan may be a fan of, and he's not. And there's other things you think he might be a fan of, and he's not. But this old Bud Light thing with Dylan Mulvaney. Remember, he, he was celebrating the 365 days of girlhood. And that was his TikTok campaign. He's the TikTok transgender activist. And Bud Light sent him a can to commemorate his 365 days of girlhood. And that was really, in a nutshell, what Bud Light did. And Bud Light still seeing the fallout because of that. Joe Rogan feels that decision for but like to hire Dylan Mulvaney and a sin in that can was a, quote, dumb decision. 
He called Dylan Mulvaney a, quote, attention whore and, quote, mentally ill. He says, quote, why would they make a dumb decision like that? Are they trying to ruin Bud Light? Are they trying to take down some of the most iconic American brands? Joe Rogan said on his podcast. Joe Rogan also slammed corporate America and said that they generally do not care what their customers want until it hurts them financially. Do you agree with what Joe Rogan's saying? He went on to say, quote, the only time the corporate world respects opinions is when people boycott beep. And it works like this Bud Light thing. And now people are like, don't do that again, end quote from Joe Rogan. He also blamed the far left's campaign to force corporations to adopt ESG, the environmental, social, and governance standings. Uh, sorry, standards. If you don't know about that, look that up. Look up ESG. It's the score that these corporations get. They might not get funding. They might not get certain things unless they, they um, what's the right way to put it? They're probably, um, you know, a, a address environmental issues, you know, address different social issues, be part of different social issues. This whole ESG thing. Joe Rogan said Bud Light's advertising and political actions are out of touch with, quote, regular people. And, and I'm going to say something else, and I, and I said something else before on, on the show. You know, I, I feel that, that a lot of times with social media, right, I, I think we see, like, far this way and far that way, and we don't see a lot of in the middle. We, we don't see a lot of common sense, and, and, I, and I think that still exists. Maybe I'm wrong on that. And if I am, you can tell me I'm wrong, but, but, but I think there's a lot that we, that we don't see, man. There's a lot in the middle that we don't. It's always like extreme, extreme, because they like keeping us arguing, right? They like keeping us arguing. Where's my tinfoil hat, dude? I had it under the desk here. But Joe Rogan says this too, quote, because people are sick of this. Beep. They're sick of social things that are controversial, getting stuffed in your face and where you have to accept it. And people are like, I don't want to accept it. I'm just here for some beep toilet paper. Right, all I, all I want is some toilet paper, man. Let's not let's not get into all these these social issues and all this other stuff. Let's not make things up. I just want some toilet paper, man. All I want to do is crack open a, a cold beer. That's all I want. That's that's all I want. You know, with Bud Light losing a lot of money, and they continue. To lose a lot of money. I think uh, the latest was like 28, 29% uh, loss for Bud Light. Look, and there's some normal people hurt with uh, with that. You know, there's some local people hurt with that. Local delivery people, you know, not just here, all over the place. But Bud Light and their marketing team made that decision. The person they hired on their marketing team uh, their their views were probably a certain way, and they thought that they needed to to do this campaign and send Dylan Mulvaney 
a can of Bud Light to celebrate his 365 days of uh, girlhood or whatever he was calling it. 365, what was it? Uh, 300, yes, 365 days of girlhood. And then the CEO of Bud Light, he was on one of the mainstream morning shows. And the host, I want to say it was either CBS or NBC, the host asked, asked him, would you do it again? And the guy was given a chance to answer that question. He didn't. He danced around it. And the host asked him again, and he danced around it. He didn't say if they would do it again or not. He just gave like a, what I call a political answer. He gave, he gave a politician answer. And that's not what I feel Bud Light drinkers wanted. You know, but it's, man. But go and, go and watch that episode maybe of the Joe Rogan Experiment. It's he and Ice Cube. They talk about a couple other different things. Also, he joked around, you know, and he laughed. And this was kind of a, a joke by Joe Rogan. He said, "What? you know, also, when that happened, remember Kid Rock uh, shot up the cans of beer? And Joe Rogan joked and said, once Kid Rock shoots your cans, you've got real problems. And then, you know, they, they both laughed. But, you know, the, the, the thing with Ice Cube, too, like, he, can, he also talked about them, you know? He talked about, he talked about them, you know, those who are in charge. And you may want to go and check out that episode of the Joe Rogan Experiment. Subtle signs that we're old. You want to get into this? Yesterday while it was raining, if you did like me and said we needed that rain because it was dry, yep, you're, uh, you're officially old. I checked that box and you can too. But Gen Zers are making fun of people who scroll through their phone using their index finger. The younger person way to do that is with your thumb. Oh, by the way, it's 838 listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. How do you scroll? So I guess I'm not, I'm not officially old then. I'm, I'm 47, going to be 48 this year, and I still use my thumb to scroll. I don't use my index finger. Well, like my, my mom does that though. She's like scrolling, like scrolling up with her finger like that. I'm like, oops. But I mean, how do you scroll? You probably have your phone in your hand. Your phone is resting on your pinky and you're scrolling with your thumb. Tell me I'm wrong. Let's see what else they say. So scrolling um, also says a recent poll done by makers of Candy Crush found that 80% of Gen Zers use their thumbs to play. 67% of millennials use their thumb. And 73% of baby boomers said they mainly use their index finger. So why the difference in technique? Maybe because when older people first got touchscreens, it was a stylus thing. Okay, maybe. Remember uh, back when there was touchscreens and then you had the stylus and you had, to, you had to use that and scroll up. Forty percent of Gen Zers in the poll said they would be embarrassed if they were out in public and someone caught them scrolling with their finger. <laughs> so if you're scrolling with your index finger, look, embrace it if you want. I'm not saying not to. Eric says, what if I use the middle finger? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Scott says, can't reach the whole screen with my thumb. See, that's another thing if you, if you scroll with your index finger. But see, that, 
to me, if you scroll with your index finger, that's taking two hands. That's that's doing uh, two things where you can be multitasking if you scroll with your thumb because you can do something with your right or left hand. You can have your phone in one hand, scroll with your thumb. If you scroll with your index finger, that means you probably have your phone either in your left hand and you're scrolling with your index finger with your right hand. And that's using both your hands. You can't multitask doing that. But one of the subtle signs that you're old, if you scroll with an index finger instead of with your thumb, and if you were excited that it rained yesterday because it was dry, check that box, dude. We're officially old. What else we got this morning? Uh, oh, this recall. Wanted to mention this real quick. Honda recalling 124,000 cars over possible brake failure. That's not good. The recall consists of 124,777 cars. Models, the 2020-2021 Civics, the 2020 through 2023 Ridgelines, the 2021 through 2023 Passports, the 2021-2022 Pilots, and the 2020 Acura MDX. Honda informed the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration June 29th that a loose fastener on the brake booster assembly can cause the brakes to stop working normally and increase the risk of a crash. Dang. Owners of the recalled vehicles will be able to have them inspected and repaired as necessary for free. See, letters for the latest recall are scheduled to go out August 7th, but owners can also call Honda Customer Service, blah, 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 Honda's code for the recall, V-E-U-A-E-V-N-C-E-T. So if you have a, a, one of those Hondas, you may want to be aware of that. That's something that you don't want to happen. You don't want your brakes to give out. When you're traveling, traveling anywhere, interstate, you're on a parish road somewhere, you need those brakes, man. You got to brake for those potholes. <laughs> Not only do you have to brake for the car in front of you, you got to brake for those potholes so you don't ruin those rims. Got a couple uh-uh stories today. A 7-Eleven worker threw a big gulp at a customer's head. Let's see if the customer deserved it. Let's look a little bit more into this story here. Um, a 7-Eleven cashier in St. Petersburg, Florida, got arrested Sunday night after using a big gulp as a weapon. <gasps> Police say 35-year-old Miles Jenkins was frustrated with a customer overpayment and threw a big gulp full of lemonade at her. You're not supposed to do that. Come on, Miles. Three other customers saw it happen. The big gulp hit the woman in the head, but thankfully, She'll live. Miles is facing charges for felony battery. And the size of the drink did not have anything to do with it. Miles has a record and served several years in prison. So because of that, damn, Miles, it's a felony instead of a misdemeanor. Got to keep that frustration under control, Miles. Now Miles is heading back to jail. Uh-uh. Also, this uh-uh story, a Florida teen used an alligator to chug a twisted tea. Let's see, let's see what this is, uh, this is all about. And all these odd stories, it's uh, a lot of Florida people. It happens a lot in Florida. A teenager near Tampa is in trouble after telling an alligator, hold my beer. Or really hold his can of twisted tea. 
Last week, someone posted a video of some teenagers hanging out in a parking lot. Apparently, this went viral. I haven't seen this video yet. And they got a baby alligator to latch on to a can of twisted tea. Then one of them picked the gator up with the can still in his mouth and chugged the twisted tea. See, you can't mess with animals, dude. You mess with animals, they, they're, they're going to get you. Scott says people below I-10 are just different. <laughs> Scott, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Uh, an official at the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission saw the video and launched an animal cruelty investigation. See, I told you, you can't mess with animals, dude. You can't. Now one of the kids is charged with removing it from its habitat without a permit. One official says he hopes the judge makes an example out of the kid and that he should find better things to do without tormenting some poor little alligator. Alligator might have been thirsty too. He might have enjoyed a little sip of that twisted tea. The good news though, the alligator is okay. The alligator was released into a retention pond, and it is alive and well. Uh-uh. It's kind of innovative, but again, you can't, you can't mess with any animals. You know, they probably could have used you know, one of their pandas to, to chomp down on a twisted tea can, and not much would have happened. But you throw an alligator in there, dude? You throw an animal in that situation? It's over. It's kind of impressive. I must say, used the little baby alligator, chomped on the twisted tea, chugged it. I mean, other than illegally taking a alligator from its habitat, that's kind of cool. I got to hand it to him. But, but that is an uh-uh story this morning. Also this. This is another trending story, and maybe we could be getting closer to a UPS strike. UPS driver strike, strike looms. Oh, I got it. Do I have a subscribe to this site? Okay, I get to read the story. It's from Axios.com. UPS driver strike looms after labor negotiations break down. From what I heard, the UPS drivers would like to have tighter and higher shorts, and UPS is not giving it to them. Their shorts are not tight enough. And their boots are also not high enough. And they don't have high enough uh, socks. And they're going on strike. <laughs> I, I kid. If you work for UPS, you're probably mad at me right now. But, dude, y'all do have some tight little shorts. Almost like the basketball shorts I wore back in the early 90s at Church Point High School. Those things were tight and high. I know what it's like. I've been through the tight shorts. But I didn't have, I didn't have to wear my tight little shorts with a belt, though. But labor talks between the UPS and its unionized drivers and warehouse workers broke down early yesterday with both sides accusing the other of walking away from the, the negotiating table. If no deal is reached, the strike could throw the supply chain into chaos, disrupt the U.S. economy, and push customers towards rival shipping companies. Uh, see, Scott says, one of the things they want is AC in the trucks. I, I didn't know that. I'm not sure if you're joking or if that's real, Scott. Let's see. But, but here's the thing. Look, everybody deserves AC. 
Okay, please don't get it the wrong way. Look, at a UPS, FedEx, whatever, you know, a little mailman, they deserve AC just like anyone else. But, but here's the thing, and I saw someone comment about this a while back. Man, they should have AC units in UPS and FedEx trucks. But think about it, though. Let, let's just think about the common sense uh, answer or, or the common sense approach to this. They get in and out of their vehicle so much would an AC really help them out? Maybe. I, I, I really don't know. You know, because they're, they're constantly stopping. And would an AC really work? I mean, they get a little bit of cold air for a little while. And look, everybody deserves AC. Don't get me wrong. But when you're in and out of vehicle constantly, that AC couldn't really cool you off. Unless maybe you work the rural route, right? You, you work the country route. And, and you're driving a lot on some highways and byways along the country. Maybe that AC is going to help you. Let's see. Um, the workers' current contract expires July 31st. No additional negotiations are currently scheduled. See, it says the big picture, the Teamsters who represent more than 340,000 UPS workers nationwide said that UPS, quote, walked away from the bargaining table after putting forth an unacceptable offer that was rejected by the Teamsters. And see, state of play and the negotiations have been held up by disagreements over pay and cost of living increases. The union argues that salaries have reflected the large profits UPS enjoyed in recent years. The Teamsters also say UPS hasn't done enough to reward workers who risk their, risk their health to deliver packages during the pandemic. Also, this story from Axios says UPS delivers 20 million packages every day in the United States. And should a strike occur, competitors like FedEx and the Postal Service likely wouldn't be able to absorb all that extra load, which would snarl supply chains. We got to watch it, man. Remember what happened last time? Supply chains got supply chains got snarled during the pandemic. We got snarled, dude. We still bending over because of that. We still bending over because of that. That in Ukraine, right? Damn war in Russia, Ukraine, wherever it is, and COVID. Got us bending over, man. That's why we pay $8 for a gallon of uh, of milk, right? Dude, you go to the store nowadays, man. You you get out less than 50 bucks, you're winning. But hope, hopefully they resolve that. You know, because mama's Amazon Prime packages, they're not gonna they're not gonna come on time. You know, if I order some DJ equipment, that's not gonna come in on time. Timu, that's the new thing. That's those big orange bags. Mama's not going to be happy if that doesn't come in on time. Sheen, right? She's getting that $10 uh, boutique shirt on, on Sheen. She's not going to be happy. Dude, give the UPS dudes their AC, right? Let them wear whatever size shorts they want. Um, and and let's, let, let's, let's, let, let's get this done, man, just so we can keep Mama happy. Let's, let's make sure we get this done. But it looks like July, what, it, what I said, July 31st, the current contract expires. So they have until the end of the month to try to figure something out. 
David says, I'm going to have to add snarl to my vocabulary. That supply chain is going to get, it's going to get snarled if UPS goes down. What else we got this morning? Um, oh, this, man. This is a, a weird story. You may have seen this. It, it's starting to circulate, starting to gain some traction. I saw this from the Daily Mail, but there were a few other national media sites that had this as well. See if we can get it to load up. 852, by the way, 80 degrees here inside the morning show. Planet Radio 106.7. This is the power hour. Let me hit refresh one more time. There we go. Mother accused of keeping her son as a sex slave after claiming he vanished eight years ago says police want to arrest her. As shocked relatives admit they knew he wasn't really missing. Rudy Farias, or maybe Farias, I'm not sure how you say the last name, age 25, was found outside a Houston, Texas church on June 29th after his mother had reported him missing back in 2015 when he was 17, saying that he had PTSD. But on Wednesday, a community activist instead claimed that Rudy had told him his mother had been keeping him as a slave and sexually abusing him. Janie Santana said on video that she believes police will soon arrest her. And relatives now claim they knew her son was never missing. If you knew that, why? I mean, why y'all didn't try to do anything? But just a strange story, man. Very strange. Like like her own her own son. And the kid, you see, there's a couple pictures. He's just kind of escorted out of a Houston hotel, has a blanket over him. Probably didn't want anyone to take any pictures of him. But very, very weird. If you want to read more about that story, you could probably uh, Google it today. And I'm sure a few of them will come up. Maybe just Google Rudy, how do you spell the last name? F-A-R-I-A-S, or mother, keeping son as a sex slave or... You'll you'll find it somewhere today if you want to read a little bit more about that story. But it is 8.54. I think we got to everything we wanted to um, get to today. Oh, this. Ladies. Are you squeamish when it comes to using a public restroom? Since you have a reason, ladies' rooms are twice as germy as men's restrooms. Experts say you can cut your risk of infection dramatically by being choosy about where you go. Studies show public restrooms in hospitals and fast food restaurants are often the cleanest. What fast food restaurants is this story talking about? Name the last fast food restaurant you went to where the restroom was clean. Also, the story from Woman's World goes on to say, and while most of us seek the stall farthest from the door, it can be the dirtiest since that's the one that everyone chooses. In contrast, the first stall is often the least used and the cleanest. I never looked at it that way. That's deep. That's deep. That's, that's whether you're a um, male or female, whatever, you know, this story is about a ladies' room. But men's restrooms, we can take that into consideration too. Didn't think about that. You always, you know, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of that. I'll go to the furthest because I don't want people to see my feet underneath. 
You know, if I hear someone walk in, I'll give them the shuffle. You know, I'll, I'll kind of claim my space, give them the shuffle, maybe give them the... <clears throat> okay, so they know that someone is in the furthest stall handling business. And you're going to have to go in the first or second one. But I didn't think of it that way. The first stall is the cleanest because not many people use it. But do you agree with that? Hospitals, absolutely, man. That, that would be a clean public restroom. But fast food restaurants? Not all, not all of them. Maybe some. But I've been in some lately. I'm like, dude, somebody. You know, and some of them have, you know, you can ring the bell. Or you can make a note. Was the bathroom clean? Nah, dog, come come and see this thing. <laughs> There's toilet paper all over the place, water, soap. There's mud in here. What's what's going on? And dude, and if you really need to go, it, and you have to contemplate that. Well, you got to contemplate. All right, do I want to go in this disgusting place, or can I hold it till I get to a another spot? You know, you got those are things that go through our heads. Do I touch the seat? Do I not touch the seat? Can I, can I do this quick? You know, there's a lot of things that, that happen and go on in our head whenever we have to go to a public restroom. That's just how it is. All right, so one hour left inside the morning show. Bringing the power hour to a close. Well, we got Chris Cornell next hour. Disturbed, garbage. We got Bush. We have the pumpkins. What else? We got dust for life coming up and more. Planet Radio 106.7.